Hey, hey, y'all. This is Ashley J. Hey, this is Kendra. And I'm Brittany. And this is Podcast One. Yes. As your title. Podcast One is good. But three moms talking about life. So, excuse my voice, but again, I'm Kendra, mother of two, Baltimore native. So, I'm Ashley with two E's. I have two boys. I am married to my Blasian lover. Is he really Blasian? He is Blasian. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's black and um, Filipino. He was at Answer Prayer. I wanted something exotic. Oh, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of problematic, but okay. <laughs> We'll talk about that in the podcast. <laughs> I mean, I also didn't want to be married at all, so it was just kind of like a, a fantasy more than anything. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, we're gonna go with it. Uh, and I'm from I'm from Pittsburgh, but now I live in Baltimore, so I'm officially a Baltimorean because I've been here for 11 years. And this is Brittany. I am a married mother of three now, and just moved to Baltimore about a year ago from Dayton. Born in Cleveland, though. Two one six. Yeah, I'm not married. <laughs> Very single. And ready to mingle. And, and always always ready to mingle. <laughs> Two nights free. But yeah, so we're basically going to talk about life. Life with kids. We we also have two kids joining us today. Two two little babies. Yara and Peyton. They are, they're like three days apart, right? Yeah, 26. Yeah, the 31st. Yep, five days, yep. Yep, yep. They're almost twinsies. Yeah. Twinsies. What we, what we decided to talk about today was really how we felt going into motherhood. Like, different thoughts. Talking about how we felt like our life was going to change. Even, like, you know, how we felt about being pregnant at our different stages. I was 24 going on 25 uh, when I was first pregnant. Ashley, how, how old were you? I was 24. Now, does that seem, in hindsight, I think that seems like young to have a baby. But at the time, I thought like that was like being an old mom because I knew a whole bunch of teen moms. Um, but now I feel like that was young. And everybody that I know like now just says like fresh new babies. Like my big girl is eight. Yeah. I felt trapped in the middle, though, because I have friends... Like, my mom was 18 when she had me, and a lot of my my friends who already had kids had them young, 17, 18. And then, now, people are having kids, like, you know, 30. So, I felt like mm-hmm. I was in the middle. I had no kids were my kids' age of that big Right. Kids. Yeah. That's exactly how I feel with Ariel. I don't know. I, I feel, I kind of feel like it was, like, the perfect age for me. Actually, when I got pregnant the first time, I was irritated because I had just gotten married. Like, I literally got pregnant on my honeymoon. And had oh, Kobe exactly right. nine months later to the date. Like, I'm a honeymoon got married baby. on the 13th and had him on the 13th. Yeah, I'm a parent's honeymoon baby. I was not happy about it. Even though I kept telling everybody, like, I'm going to just, you know, go with God on this one. And I'm going to let him orchestrate it. And I like that, go God. Yeah. Like, as long as God go along with my plan, though, that's in my mind. And when he didn't, I was like, mm. You irritated. I was mad. It was like, oh. God don't know what he's doing. Mm. <laughs> Dang. Why'd I say that? But I, I felt like the, the age, um, I felt like it was okay. Um, a, a okay time to have kids. I think it was around the same time that like my sisters had their babies. Me and my sister um, were pregnant at the same time. Oh. Mm-hmm. Me and my sister yep. too. She's younger than me by four years, but you were pregnant. Did you guys older. date uh, a while before you were married? So is that why you were kind of... 
you guys can get that time together? Um, no, I just wanted to go back to school. I had just started grad school, and so I was like, mm. no, I don't want to be pregnant right now mm-hmm. and be in school at the same time. So that's why I delayed my so grad school. It was, it was a lot, and I ended up quitting my job mm-hmm. because of it and, like, going into more debt because I had to use school money to pay for the house I mean you know for our home and stuff because I wasn't working anymore so it became really hectic but I'm I'm glad it happened the way that it happened because like having a baby like totally changed everything like my whole direction in life and career and stuff totally changed when I had a baby right um so I'm glad that it happened the way that it did and when but it was stressful at the time so everybody said like 24 25 right 24 mm-hmm. yeah so, what do you do? You think that there's like a tie-in to that whole quarter-life crisis, like where you felt like, oh, this is you know something that I'm ready for, or you know, like I kind of want to change. I know that's how it was for me. Like at the time, I felt like you know, life was really stagnant, <clears throat> and I wanted a, I wanted a change. I mean, I guess I could have chosen, like, a career change or whatever. (laughs) But, you know, I felt like I really wanted something radical. I wanted to do something different. I didn't feel that way at all. And, well, I felt like that was my reaction to my quarter-life crisis. I think I always wanted to be a mom. Like, it didn't matter necessarily when it happened for me. I did want to finish school. So, I actually got pregnant right after I finished school. So, which is why I didn't go back to grad school right away which in hindsight kind of worried because I would have been upset if I would have to stop and only give mm-hmm. you like you know certain years to finish anyway but I don't yeah it just kind of I had been trying before then so it just and then when it happened it just kind of happened so but we I, have been together though for a while about four years before yeah me and my uh, child's children's father have been together jeez we have been together a long time too we have been together like five years wow yeah yeah, we were. Darius and I weren't together that long. We met at our church, um, and once we got, like, he invited me to his church. And once we got there, like, we didn't really mingle much. Like, we kind of went our separate ways. Like, he was over on that side, I was over on this side. Um, and then we did, like, really old school. Like, so we courted for, like, some months. Like, what super does that old mean? school. So it means, like, you get to know each other on the basis of whether or not we're going to get married. Yeah, like it's... Did, it's, y'all have chaperone, did you confused. guys have chaperone dating too? No, we didn't do chaperone okay. dating. So it is very similar to like, um, what's that show? Uh, the Duggars. Mm-hmm. Like I don't watch 15 it. Kids and Counting or something. I think they like so do you just mean like not have sex? <laughs> no, we didn't have sex. Our first kiss was on our wedding day. Wow. Like it was, yeah, it was very old school. It was what I think of it as. <laughs> so it's like they don't just go out days to hang out and chill like for no reason. It's no Netflix and chilling. It's like if we're going on a date, we're talking about, we're trying to figure out are we really going to get married essentially. Oh. Like that's the, like goal. that's the goal. No extra. No hanky-panky. I mean, that's no, my no, goal. Rough. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> that's my goal too, girl. <laughs> oh, I'm saying like that. When I, I mean, now that I am dating, that dating is like, okay, well, is this going to be a better match for me? Yeah. But I got to find that out um, with some additional information. Got to test drive That's how I will Because you can get canceled rather quickly. <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't do that whole marriage night thing. But good, good girl, I'm glad it worked out for you. But see, I always wonder in that aspect mm-hmm. if 
you were like a virgin or not. So like, no, I wasn't. Okay, because I was gonna say was. like people who wait, uh-huh. it makes me wonder like if you don't know no better. Like you know what I mean? That's the only right. person, and it might be awesome to her. Like she's right. like, this is it. And I'm like, girl, I don't know about it. You know, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I've always, I have two friends that are like that. And I'm just be looking like I can't really trust your opinion. I'm just, I don't know. <laughs> Lack of experience. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm really actually think that that is, that is pretty cool that you guys did that. Um, it, well, I, I do like the idea of, you know, dating with the set on marriage. Yeah. When me and my ex were together, we got together when we were 19. I was definitely just, like, dating just to date. And even though we were together for a long time and marriage ultimately was the goal for us and it didn't work out, I think if I had, like, really seriously thought about it ahead of time, like, checking all the boxes, yeah. maybe things would have been different. But the caveat here is that I think that you just change so much in your 20s, you, you, you really can't call it. Like, I'm not, the, I'm not near the same person for different I was when I was 19. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, all I was looking for back then was, well, does he, is he gamefully employed? <laughs> does he have a car? Right. Oh, you got those two things, <laughs> like, check. <laughs> like, what else do you need? But you need, like, plenty of things. Yeah. Plenty of the things. Like, love. Like, compassion. <laughs> like, being a person who's affectionate. Like, so many. I, now I have a long nice. uniform. But, like, I guess dating. She agrees. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, yes, but no, yeah, I think I just got lucky because, well, my husband's a lot older than I am, so he had already been married, you know, twice before, and he was older than me, so I think he, like, I wouldn't, I wasn't looking for those things, but I was like, what can I complain about? He had, you know, he was gainfully employed, you know, he had been in this job for a very long time, you know, came with 401ks and pensions and all that stuff, had a car, owned his own house, so I was like, you know, I was literally 20, so I was like, this is great. Right, like, right, right. <laughs> I had just moved from Cleveland to Dayton. And I had moved, since I had moved, I moved in with my mom because I had transferred schools. And so he had, like, you know, I was sharing a car with my mom chilling at home. So I was like, this is it for me. Like, that's yeah. it. That's all we needed, right? If I would have probably, the first guy was what? So I only had one other boyfriend before my husband. Mm-hmm. And if we would have married, it probably would have been completely, completely different. Because mm-hmm. he didn't have any of that. And I wasn't looking for it at the time, I didn't to be have honest. any uh, real boyfriend prior to much of his father. So it's like even now going into the dating okay. field, like mm-hmm. everything, I like it's still all brand new to me. Like, well, how does this really work? Yeah. Like, I don't have anything to compare. And then also, my ex, we moved in together a lot sooner, like pretty early on to the relationship. So I don't even necessarily know what dating looks like when you don't see a person mm-hmm. every single day. Yeah. Yep. So it's That's like, what? You get on, you know, like this, like, so I've been dating this guy since November, but technically I've only seen him like six times, uh, but apparently that's like, that's common. That's common. <laughs> Like, I would have seen you, like, six times in November. Yeah. Like, you know, 10, 15 years ago when I was, like, when I was in my ex. We were like yeah. that, too. We went to school. We went to college. You know, he was mm-hmm. working on his degree, and I was working on mine. So, that's how we met. So, we did see each other every day. Yeah. So, I couldn't imagine it being different. No. <laughs> when you 30, you got life. Like, you right? got real life. You got other things to take care of. That's funny, because when I, when, I, when I met my husband, we were not... Um, well, I was not actively like looking for dates or anything of that sort, or like. And before him, I was I was very much a player, 
right? Mm-hmm. I seen relationships in my family, and I didn't. I was like, that looks stressful. I don't so want that. Player. So you went from being a player to courting the proper way. Right. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> like, it, it doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah. in college, I was like, I would tell guys, like, listen, we can hang out, but I'm not about to be a girlfriend. We're not doing that. Like, but we can chill. Like, we can Netflix and chill. Like, right. we can do that, but... No, I'm not about to be a girlfriend. And so it was really weird. It was like a, a really big switch. But at that same time, I I definitely like became like super religious. And that's what really made the shift for me. Um, yeah, it was religion. Um, and making that shift with other stuff. And the relationship part just happened to fall in there too. And I didn't, I never really wanted to be married. Before I got married, I didn't want kids. I used to tell my mom, like, the average American has two and a half kids. My sister has five. I was like, she got my two and a half. So oh we good. God. Like, <laughs> I'm about to travel, you know, the United States and be a consultant and a nomad. I'm living major cities for five years and move on. Da, 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 da. But, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that didn't happen. That's funny. I'm glad. <laughs> I always saw myself having kids. But a lot of people were surprised when I got pregnant or like thought that yeah it was I wanted to be like that single person you know childless and everything and yeah. it was always so interesting to me it's like well what about me how did, how did you see that about me because I always wanted to be a mom to me in my mind it was a given like I come from a big family I was gonna have a big family that was a given but a lot of people saw it that you know I would just be like this childless individual for like a very long time yeah, I don't think anybody was surprised. I don't know. I think anybody was surprised when I got pregnant. <clears throat> but I've always, like, I think relationships, I'm a relationship person. Mm-hmm. So I just think it was always, like, the, like, you yeah. know, it was going to happen. I don't know. But that is interesting. I, I'm interested in your drastic change, though. Like, <laughs> I think career wise, things changed for me after I had children. I wanted to be a child psychologist. My undergrads in like, my master's now is in ed- master's education. But I want to be a child psychologist. And I worked in, like, behavioral centers and stuff. I, mean, I was planning to go to grad school to finish that off. I mean, it would have been a long time, but but then having kids, I wonder if I would have finished that. But then after I had kids, I became a crybaby. Like everything, like I was working at a behavior center at the time, and you would see these like kids with internship. You see these kids, you know, in all these situations. And before, I was a G man. Like, I mean, it was sad, but I wasn't like at home crying. Man, I remember holding my son because I was thinking about this case. Like crying, like this could have been my baby, like oh. for real, for real crying. I remember reading a story on Facebook about this horrible case. Reading just, a, well, I wasn't attached to it, just reading it, and I literally cried for weeks, like just thinking about it. Yeah, and so I couldn't do this sensitive. as a living. Yeah. Right, it made me super sensitive. Like I can't do it. I changed my whole career path clearly because it was, it was a drastic career change for me. Yeah, and now my whole life is revolved around my children. Like every decision, which I don't necessarily, I can't decide if it's working for me yet, <laughs> but it is what it is at this point. Right. But literally, I picked my next degree based off of my children. Is this going to be good for them schedule-wise, career-wise? Like, am I going to have time for them? You know, I don't want to be stuck somewhere all day or then coming home at work, you know. Am I going to be able to be there when they get home from school? Yeah, whole life changed. Yeah, I mean, as a mother, those are the decisions that you definitely have to make. I mean, I definitely have... Uh, I, I try to make moves around being home with my children, but I also, you know, don't want to work for anybody else. So yeah. that's like a big deciding uh, factor too. Yeah. So I went from uh, I was in criminal reentry work. I did work with like homeless individuals, and then 
So a lot of um, human services type work and social services type stuff. And then once I had my kids, I shifted to like mommies and baby type stuff. So still kind of like human services, social services type stuff, but more um, in a different sector, if you will. Um, and my mind shifted from this non-profit type of mindset of like we need to help everybody for free and like give out everything and just love folks or whatever to like no we need to make money like i could make more of a difference if i'm making money so therefore i need to get on this profit game and like make money that's funny because that's how i see you. it's like non-profit get everything away <laughs> but i'm as my mind has totally shifted like i'm trying to be a millionaire for real like right? I'm not I'm not about to give everything for free when I ain't got nothing. Mm -hmm. No, I need something first and then I give you all you some cuz I just feel like you can make a greater impact when you're good. Yeah. Like, um, that's, I think now that's a Jay-Z quote. He <laughs> 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 said something to that effect of how can I help them if I'm one of them? Yeah. It's something like that I can find like the blind leading yeah. the blind for real. Yeah, like it. Like if I'm poor, uh, like you, like I can't, I can't do nothing for you. So yeah, let Speaking me get of on. Folks, you need to find that one. Yeah, that <laughs> I'm, that I told you. I'm good for a rap quote. <laughs> <But yeah. laughs> That's yes, funny, yeah. but yeah, I think when you work in any social services, human services, when you used to serve people, period. Like that's that's a hard thing. I, my back, my first job was a nonprofit, and I've, everything I do to some extent has to go back to I don't know if volunteering or intern and working for a nonprofit at some point. So I have that, you know, giveaway. You know, like, no, I gotta make money. Even something simple as mommy advice. Like, all my, I'm a big researcher, so all my friends call me. So what car she's gonna get? Should I give my baby this food? Should I do this? Because they know I done, I've researched it, mm -hmm. and I begin. My husband's like, we can make some money off of this. And I'm like, you mm -hmm. can't sell advice, but you can. Yes, right? you can. Exactly. That's, that's what literally that's what made people right. And that's I'm like, literally I should what the do this. The whole industry <laughs> on advice giving right. and self. What is it? Um, Guru sex, but but I'm saying it. like literally yes. psychologists yeah. get advice to people for lots of money. Right. So yeah, there's definitely a market for it. <laughs> Yes, we just have to learn how to monetize that stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's one of the underground issues when it comes to like black folks not getting paid for their expertise yeah. is not knowing how to monetize the simple things that we're good at. Like, even right. if it's just like making people feel good or you know compassion or whatever like there are people on the other side that are getting paid very well just for making people right. smile and feel good about themselves yes. and yet we feel like we're supposed to do it for free i mean for what cuddling cuddling yeah you see that just how giving people like yeah, yeah literally they charge a lot of money for that i'll cuddle you Look at if y'all can see okay. my face right That sounds now. ridiculous but hey like people i'm like are these people out here making money for Man, little if stuff you, like if you this single single Right. <laughs> or walking with you there's walking companions like with oh humans like not dogs not walking my dog like I mean low key I need me. a walking companion I'm scared of heights like going on the subway and everything yeah. girl I, I make I'm the big cities anything is possible so I'm Listen. about to sell this advice here y'all y'all hear me for real pay me for my good work okay. and I'm on a hunt for a walking companion I'll pay for <laughs> Did y'all low key hear that baby conversation though in between? Right, they're having their own little they podcast were. within our podcast. <laughs> like, was like, actually, before they was talking, yeah. Peyton and Yara, we are out. We will talk Drop to you later. Like. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. Find us on Instagram. Bye, bye. Yeah.